Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about transitioning. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, I really like writing software as a hobby, but I can really muster up the concentration to do it for more than a few hours a week. What do you think are the odds that I will like writing software as a real programmer and code all day? Well, that's going to be really hard to answer because I don't really know what the reason, like, what is the reason behind your lack of focus? Because the thing is, uh, I like to say that what motivates somebody is one of the major factors that determines how focused they can be or how dedicated they can be to something. I if I just take myself as an example, I will like I love programming, I really do. And I can code for hours and hours and hours and I can completely forget about time if I'm engaged in the problem that I'm dealing with. But not every problem is going to feel engaging even if, even if it is a coding problem. One thing that I know by, about myself is that I lose interest really quickly if I'm dealing with something that I feel is unworthy of my time or something that is like fake. Uh, so when I do, uh, or rather when I was in school I really felt that most of the problems that we were solving, like they, they were these basic applications, were these these toys. They didn't really do this. They didn't measure up to a real application, and so these exercises they were really unfulfilling. Like I did it because I was still learning, and I really and I really pushed it, but it felt unfulfilling. It really did. And then when I get to work on a really interesting problem, something that is a little bit trickier, something that is kind of, it's not straightforward. It's something where you have to think a little bit and you might have to invent something new that isn't really, there's no real library for it. And you try, you're, you're not reinventing something, you're actually making something cool and new. Well, then I can lose t track of time completely and be really, really, really focused. And the same thing happened uh, through, uh, during my education. While I went from being a barely passing student for like, uh, during my high school's years and so forth, and kind of just like just very like underachieved, if that makes sense, uh, through most of my education. And uh, then when I went into the university and started studying programming, I went to a like straight A student. Like absolutely every single course that I took, I nailed because I loved what I was doing. And the, the, I think that you I mean the same sort of thing can happen for you, but it can also, of course, be the case that you simply don't, you don't have an interest that is deep enough to do this. Because what you should know is that when you're doing hobby coding, you have a lot of flexibility and you have a lot of freedom. You can kind of change your mind and you can drop a project or you can change the scope. If let's say that you can't really figure out how to do something, you can kind of work around it because you are the only stakeholder and there are no restrictions on what you can do. In a real working environment, you have to pretty much solve the problem and you have to sit there until you solve the problem. And then you have the other in the other part of it, which is that you have a time limit. And the time limit is hard for a lot of developers, especially in the beginning, because you know there's pressure now. Because if you don't produce in a certain amount of time, it's not going to look good. Uh, you can, of course, get fired, but even if you don't get fired, it's not going to look good if you can't produce on a 
fairly regular basis. So I think that it really comes down to whether or not you can see yourself being in a situation where, well, you're working on problems that in some cases are really, really interesting. If you are sort of like me, where you, as long as the problem is real, you don't really care what you're solving. That's the, that's the one of the personal strengths that I really appreciate about myself. It's, it's a bitch and a half. I'm not saying that this is good because the, the the flip side is, as I said, if I find a problem boring, I cannot, like, you can put a gun to my head and I will take the bullet instead of being bored. I can't force myself to do something that I find unenjoyable. And so that puts a lot of restrictions on what I can do. And I'm just enormously happy and lucky and feel so blessed that I found a profession where I don't really care so much what the problem is as long as we're solving a real problem or something that is stimulating and programming to me is very stimulating and if you're the same sort of person then the, I think that this will be a very very good transi transition for you because if you're interested in at the at a hobby level and you want to step it up and solve real problems it's it's going to be more of what you probably already enjoy but as I said if you are on the other hand are the sort of person who just kind of enjoys doing some coding and you don't you get tired and bored of the co the process of coding it's it's not about that you find lose interest in one product and you start on a on the next one it's just that you want to do it a little bit but then it's more fun to watch tv instead because coding isn't all that fun and then no don't do this it's probably not for you so what i want you to take away from this is that if you are coding at a hobby level and you want to try it out as a so real software developer I think that you should give it a go you should know that the, the step up can be fairly sharp because if you're just coding for a few hours every week that's not nearly enough uh, unless you're very gifted to get a junior software developers job uh, usually you have to be at a uh, semi-professional level before people will take a chance on you if you're willing to put in that work and that that's the kind of the thing if you're doing it at a hobby level and you can't muster more than a few hours it's very unlikely that you will be able to train yourself uh, enough to get the first real job because usually you're gonna in especially in the start of things you're gonna have to invest quite a few hours and I'm talking practically every day for quite some time before you get to a skill level where people will take a chance on you but if you do manage to, to do that thing, you really only have to ask yourself, what is uh, like, wh wh what is the reason why I can't stay focused on coding for more than a few hours every week? If it is because you don't like working on silly projects or like something that doesn't feel real, well, then this might be just the thing that you need because when you go and do something for real it feels more engaging at least i think so but if the problem is as i said that you just don't care enough then this is definitely not the thing that you because you can't quit when you if you get to be a software developer you will lose your job or have a lot of problems if you can't commit to fixing the problem practically regardless of situation so I really urge you to think about if you're willing to make that investment and from what I've heard so far it sounds like this is probably not what you want because if you can't be engaged enough to do coding more than for a few hours every week also that you will never get to a point where you will be able to focus so much that you can even get into the industry if you want to try it out do this 
try to get a real like a, as a hobby coder go and go and go and see if you can get a freelance gig find a friend or someone who is a stakeholder who actually wants you to build the thing like who actually needs a web shop or something like that just find somebody who wants a real thing built and try it out if you can make it through that project and actually deliver the thing it might be it might be a good indicator just think about it have a great day